0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Guide to Living Inspired Daily Practical Soundbites. I'm your host, Rabbi G, and today we are going to continue with the theme of getting up in the morning. Yesterday, we talked about hand washing, and I want to share with you as something that's important to know. First of all, don't get OCD, okay? All the handwashing stuff is only really important before you pray or learn Torah, Okay? if you're just doing stuff at work and you want to scratch your head, it's okay. Not the end of the world. Don't worry about it so much. If you're not near a sink, just wipe your hands on the table or on the wall or on the couch. That's also fine. No problem. If you want to say a blessing afterwards. The really only time that you really want to make sure to wash your hands is before putting on to fill in and praying. Those are those are important times, okay? So please don't get OCD on me. It's, uh, it's more, again, we're learning ideas. The goal is to take on little things that attract you, that seem interesting, to know the Torah, but you can't do the whole thing overnight. All right? The Jewish people said at Mount Sinai, "Nase Venishma, we will do and we will listen. How could you do something if you haven't heard it yet? The answer is, is this great statement of the Jewish people is that we want to do the entire Torah, even though we don't know it. You can't do it, you don't know it yet. So that's the way we have to approach things. We want to keep the whole Torah, that should be our primary desire. We want to get to a place that we can keep the whole Torah, all 613 mitzvahs, all the rabbinic ordinances, all the fences of the Torah, all the hooky spooky stuff that really doesn't even have any source in the Torah, like the uh, fingernails stuff that we learned about yesterday, and all the spiritual impurities, spooky stuff. But, you don't have to keep it all today. You have to want to keep it all today. And spend the rest of your life striving to keep it one mitzvah at a time, one day at a time. Baby steps wins the race. Good? Questions? Good? Agree? Okay. So now, we learned that according to Jewish law, God is everywhere, even in the bathroom, get dressed in privacy in a a modest way. When you're in the bathroom... it's more or less allowed to do what you ever got to do, right? You can take a shower, but still keep in mind modesty. We still try, even when going to the bathroom, to try to cover up if it doesn't need to be uncovered. Because we believe that, you know, like I said, God is everywhere. But again, don't go crazy overboard. It's fair game if if there's a shower there. No worries, okay? Don't take it too extreme. But what about getting dressed? and washing yourselves. Now comes an interesting law which some of you may have heard of, and that is that certain parts of the body take precedence over others. Okay? Primarily, the head trumps all, then the right side of the body, then the left side of the body. Okay? For example, when you're in the shower, you're supposed to wash your head first, then your right arm, then your left arm so on and so forth. Why? I'll give another example. When you get dressed, put in your right sleeve first, then your left sleeve. Again, be careful. This could very easily lead to OCD. If you have OCD tendencies, you do not have to do any of this. Okay? Do not even attempt to do this if you have ever struggled with OCD in the past. Why do we do this? When we put on our shoes, right shoe first, then left shoe. Now, when we take them off, it's the opposite: left shoe first, off, right shoe off first. When you take off left sleeve, right sleeve. One exception is that when you tie your shoe, you tie the left first and then the right. So what's the significance of the right over left? The answer is based on Kabbalah. According to Kabbalah, the right side, a human being is made but Selim Elokim in the image of God. What does that mean, that we're made in the image of God? There are different explanations. One explanation is that we have free will. One explanation is that we have the power of speech. One explanation is we have the ability to create just like God does. But the Kabbalistic explanation is that we are built literally in the image of God. God has an image. God forbid. God himself does not have an image. God is imageless. God is a complete absolute oneness. But God created a framework with which to interact with the world. And that is known as the Ten Spheres. The 10 spheres are 10 spiritual energies with which God manifests himself throughout all of creation. It's 10 personality traits of God that God created. And we've talked about them in the past. They are Chachma uh, Bina, Das, big picture thinking, analytical thinking, uh, uh, knowledge, where they come together. Chesed, kindness, strength, and balance. Netzach, Hod. Yesod, dominance, submission, and connection, and Malchus' revelation, kingship. Don't ask me what these things are right now. It's not for today. But suffice it to say that the right side always is associated with the Mida of kindness, the attribute of kindness, chesed. And we want to remember throughout the day, throughout our actions, The priority of kindness. God created the world in order to do kindness. We want to emulate God. We have to remember that the attribute of kindness is the number one priority. We are not only connected to kindness. We also believe in strength, boundaries, self-control. Not just kindness without bounds. But kindness always trumps strength. Love always trumps fear. The Talmud tells us that when you educate a child or a student, the right hand brings close, the left hand pushes away. You always have to have the attitude of kindness bringing close and strength pushing away, but it's the right hand that brings close. Why? Because right is the more dominant side by most people. No offense to the lefties out there. Right is the stronger side because we have to always emphasize the strength of reaching out, the strength of kindness is the most important attribute and we really want to think about that literally throughout the day when we do things. Remember lift the cup up with the right hand when you make a blessing, eat the food with the right hand and therefore uh, getting dressed and in the shower when we do dirty things like taking off your shoes or cleaning yourself in the bathroom. We use the left hand again, part of the, the symbolism there is to remember that that not to use your kindness in the areas that shouldn't, kindness shouldn't be used. Why do we tie our left shoe first? So The Jewish order is put on the right shoe, put on the left shoe, tie the left shoe, tie the right shoe. Why do we tie the left shoe first? Because tefillin is something we tie. And we wear our tefillin on our left arm. So we're remembering in when we tie the left side. Now what's the symbolism there? Why is tefillin worn on the left arm? If we already said the importance of right, the right side. You guys hear the question? Why is Tefillin worn on the on the left arm? And the Torah specifically says there should be worn on the weaker arm. The Talmud explains. Why on the weaker arm? Why on the left arm? And the answer, I believe, is very simple. Because tefillin, we are literally binding ourselves to God. So how do we bind ourselves to God? Our stronger side should control and subjugate our weaker side. The symbolism of tefillin is literally binding the the attribute of strength. It's literally cu- tying our left side, which is, represents the negative side, and tying that to God. It's taking our weaker parts, our flaws, and literally attaching those and elevating those to the service of God. So that's a symbol of tying the left. The left is the side that has to be bound. The right is the side that has to be that has to be dominant because kindness always trumps what a lefty uh, it depends different mitzvahs are, are differently some mitzvahs his left is considered his right and some things go after the, the right of the whole world so i'm not an expert in lefty stuff but uh, um, anyway that's the message for today is to remember kindness and I think we started this discussion is that I told this idea to a hippie in spot many years ago, 20 years ago, who ended up eating my apple, if you recall the story. And I said, you know, he said, God doesn't care how I tie my shoes. He just cares if I have love in my heart. So I said, no, God does care how you tie your shoes because it's all, God doesn't need any of it. It's all for you. It's all for you and your awareness and your consciousness. That is that is the goal of all mitzvahs, is to lift us up. God doesn't need any of it. It's all 100% for us. Thank you guys for listening, and to be continued hopefully tomorrow.